Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. For the truck. Feel like I need a shower just looking at get ready what the fuck does that mean? Oh, they ain't been the same ever since. What? Living pretty we well cut the head chair. off of the You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brian Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pass on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got I get no bitches. I'm on hold. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nobody near pals, and everybody in between. Welcome to a special post show edition of the Gresham Leaks podcast. This is your 2023 post show review for WWE Elimination Chamber that just took place 30 minutes ago. It literally just wrapped 30 minutes ago. Joining you, as always, is the voice that does the most to purvey a mischief, Gresh, and typically joining me as a co host, but the advertised co-host that was here or was supposed to be here he is forever tardy not responding to anything so the show must go on but we got a lot to talk about so hopefully you guys enjoyed the elimination chamber live from montreal Quebec, canada which was headlined by the the emotional main event of roman reigns versus sammy Zayn, sammy uso no more the honorary us no more for the undisputed universal heavyweight championship and yo th today's episode might be or this post show might be a little short because well we still got the battle at the valley going down with uh mercedes monet challenging Kyrie for the in new japan women's world championship so that show's going on fight fix your shit because uh it was glitching at the in the beginning because i was watching elimination chamber and i was watching I was trying to watch <laughs> Battle at the Valley, but uh, Fight was glitching. I don't understand why New Japan is still doing business with Fight, but hey, we here. So this episode will be a little short because usually it's long because I have a co-host or somebody to vibe off with, but I got some thoughts that we're going to talk about and we're going to keep the ball rolling and we, hopefully you guys enjoy the show the same. But if you see that QR code right there, I'm pointing the wrong way. If you see the QR code right here, make sure you... Uh, Scan that so you can subscribe to the Gresh Unleashed podcast over at www.greshunleashed.com. So that way you can get up to date with everything that's going on with new episodes, new audio drop, no new audio porn for your, I don't know if I should say that on YouTube, but new audio, I guess you can say substance for your weekly drive or your weekly commute to wherever you have to go, especially on tomorrow, because tomorrow is Sunday, tonight is Saturday. But yo, we got we got, we got a nice show for you, ladies and gentlemen. So before we get get really started, because we got a lot to talk about, especially that main event, because that main event was red hot. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to front to you. Uh, I'm not going to say the Elimination Chamber event as a whole was the greatest thing I've ever seen, because it was a few duds in there. That was on the Brock and Bobby match. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that for sure. But I'm not going to uh, bore you guys too long with this intro. But before that, really quick, uh, I have to give the winner of the speed round preview and predictions because we do this every uh i guess you could say premium live event or pay-per-view because i believe the next pay-per-view is revolution so we're gonna probably do that as well but for this year's speed round preview and predictions uh winner for this particular event is a two-way tie because this time we had myself swella as well as highlight partake in 
this uh this this speed round preview and predictions and it's a two-way tie between sweller as and highlight because they we, it, it, yeah that elimination chamber and the brock and bobby match literally fucked everything up for me so uh we're gonna talk about that but before that really quick got a few house notes for you uh for those of you who already knew or are already in the know or trying to know we have excluding this live show postal review the video format of our regular podcast as a new home over at patreon.com slash scratch digital it will be available for all tiers starting at one dollar if you're the person who likes to watch podcasts that would be your place to go but as far as everyone in general the show will be available wherever you listen to your podcast also the what if slash fantasy booking videos are coming full swing back to the Gresh channel as the road to WW2K23 picks up. So make sure you're subscribed to the Gresh YouTube channel by searching at it's Gresh or youtube.com slash Gresh Digital Media. Speaking of which, the Gresh slash highlight real freestyle collabs are picking back up this year as well, with the most recent one dropping, or it has just dropped by none other than the man who was screwed out of the United States Championship by Logan Paul. He, it is none other than Seth freaking Rollins' title, Burn It Down, is available on my YouTube channel. The snippets have been posted everywhere from Twitch, you, not Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok, and Facebook. So make sure you guys check that out as well. So before, without further ado, let's talk about that main event for the Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. It was Roman Reigns defending. He was in enemy territory, if you will. He was defending the Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship against the honorary Us No More Sami Zayn. And shout out uh, Swella in the chat. She can't be here live, but she is most definitely checking out the pod. Uh, shout out to her. She enjoyed the main event. I did as well. That main event had the emotion. It was 40 minutes of pure emotion for the undisputed universal heavyweight championship and man i'll tell you right here right now obviously the the pick the verdict is in roman reigns successfully retained the title but the emotion was there from right from the jump this man literally walked into a sea of literal and utter booze this man you you heard fuck you roman within two seconds of this man's music play. He came out first. He he let them know that... I like I like what Corey Graves said. He's, he let them know that, hey, this is my yard. I'm going to let Sammy come out here and see the big lion in the den controlling the yard. And that's exactly what we saw. So shout out, shout out, shout out out to the to the storytelling on that front and shout out to samantha uh samantha for that that ring announcing because when she introduced every single person uh it, it was it was crazy yeah like you like you said they they uh it was epic yeah like you like you said it was literally it, they, it's at, intros aside they had the intros they had like roman showing up sammy showing up and then it was literally three minutes of them not touching, and the crowd was chewing into Roman Reigns. He was literally, it was fuck you, Roman. Uh, Roman sucks. Uh, you can't, no, they didn't never say you can't wrestle, but they were just literally in the nuclear heat. This was literally, in my opinion, this was literally R Roman Reigns post WrestleMania 33 levels of booze and heat and chance. 
Sammy was obviously the underdog. He got the entrance back. He got it, it was insane. So shout out to shout out to them for real for what they what they accomplished with this entire just the entrance the, the entire intro alone. But the match itself, insane. I, I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna give you a full breakdown. You guys can check it out for yourself. But I will tell you this right here, right now. Roman Reigns is the ultimate menace to society, and I'm loving every single second of it because that man literally he literally was taunting sammy's wife and family right from the entrance that man was literally taunting and and literally building anticipation for sammy to finally whoop his ass and he, he it was chef's kiss he was like i want you you i lo I, I loved you you he turned on me it wasn't the other way around. He turned on me. I was trying to help you and your family. So why why are you mad at me? So Roman being his manipulative self is always hilarious stuff. And then the meat of the bone picked up once it hit 38 minutes because we had two ref bumps. So you already know once you saw one ref bump, shenanigans was about to begin. So Roman, my guy, my guy, my guy, my guy. Uh, the rumor was uh the usos couldn't get into canada because of past history we saw both jimmy and jay both usos was there they got the clearance so for those who got the jimmy Uso can't make it over to canada jokes it's dead it's over move on but uh yeah jimmy Uso came out he assaulted uh he assaulted sammy zane lit him up and then Sammy fought back and Roman was about to win, but nope. Sammy kept fighting back because those pinfalls, I kept eating, biting every single pinfall. I'm like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Crazy. And then Jay Uso, the moment of truth, what was he going to do? He, he came out and he literally, he literally stood between Roman and a steel chair. And Roman gave him the same ultimatum that he gave Sammy. Will you? Strike him, strike him, strike him. And I'm like, Roman, why are you turning your back on another man with a steel chair? You just want to get hit in the back. That's what I'm understanding, Roman. Roman, do you just like to get hit in the back with a steel chair? Because that's the third time you turned your back on somebody with a steel chair. What are we doing here? What are we doing here, Big Oos? Come on now. But uh, obviously, Jay was hesitating. Roman started pie-facing him, and the crowd was like, whoa. But then Sammy made a mistake when... He hit a spear accidentally on Jay Uso, and that set up Roman to hit his own spear. He said, at least he turned around. Yeah, at least he turned around. That's what I'm saying. He turned around. He was smart this time. He turned turned around. You thought Jay was going to hit him for a second? Yeah. He, 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 he thought about it. But, hey, so Roman hit, Roman hit a spear on Sammy, and that was the match. That was your main event roman reigns successfully retained the undisputed universal championship against Sami Zayn, and here's my honest thoughts on it i enjoyed every single freaking second of that match the match was insane it was crazy uh roman was playing the the narcissistic prick to a t it it, it you it, he was it was literally chef's kiss chef's freaking kiss I was going ham on Twitter like I always do. If you haven't already, make sure you follow me at Josh Gershomore RG on Twitter. Uh, I, I literally live tweet all these shows with, with jokes and whatnot. But man, I am telling you this right now. The story isn't Roman versus Sammy, Roman versus Cody. 
is Roman versus Jay. The story started with Roman versus Jay and it's going to end with Roman versus Jay. Will it be with the titles on the line? We don't know. It could be more because I feel like I'm in the camp of this is getting bigger than the title. This is getting bigger than the universal title. This is personal. So if they want to put the titles on Cody, let them. But I, it, it got to run it back to Roman. and Roman and Jay has to go down to Detroit when they go to SummerSlam. That has to be your main event. And if this for a title, like if they keep Roman with the universal title, like if they finally decide to just freaking split the titles and let Roman keep his universal title and let and let uh, Cody keep or win the WWE title on a technicality or something, cool. But that has to be your final nail on the coffin. Like they can go one or two ways. I feel like, and this is a bold prediction, I, they can go one or two ways. They can have Roman versus Jay. No, they can have Roman lose the universal title, the undisputed universal title, and have him go on a like a little mini break until SummerSlam, where Jay takes over the bloodline, and then he, uh, and then after a while, Roman comes back and takes what is his. So he loses the titles and he loses control of the bloodline, and let Jay take over for a bit to see how it goes. It's going to be rocky. It's going to be a little rocky because let's be real, Jay is going to try to find his footing, and then by the time he finds his footing. Roman's going to come back and want to claim what is his. So, and then that sets up for SummerSlam. That's one way. Another way is have Roman keep the universal title for over a thousand years. <laughs> thousand years. Let, let it be a thousand years, a thousand days, and let him and let Jay be the one to take the titles off him. So that means Cody loses at WrestleMania. He can afford a loss. That means, that means, uh, that means, what you call it? That means the Usos lose their titles to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And then it leads to Jay finally snapping on Roman and be like, this is it. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of you BSing me around. I'm tired of you. Think, But that's what I'm saying. Cody, I just said that. Cody, I said, I feel like if, if they don't go to the first one I just said, the second one is Cody loses. So that means Jay and Roman is your main event at, at SummerSlam for the Undisputed Universal Championship. It'll be a full circle type thing because that'll be three years of Roman Reigns as Tribal Chief. SummerSlam 2023 will be three whole years as Roman, with Roman Reigns as Tribal Chief. What? That's a full circle moment if they want to go that route. So that means people on Twitter got to get over the fact that... Uh, now nah, you good. That means you have to get over the fact that Roman is still champion and, and just get behind Jay taking the title off him. And when they finally do... Then Roman can take his sabbatical and and just be done with it. Um, but that's your main event. After this, like, and then I said it on Twitter. After that, that ending where they had Kevin Owens come out and save Sami Zayn from a beatdown from Jimmy Uso, because Jay didn't get in on the fight. He got a spear and you ain't seen him for the rest of the night. But I see, it's like I don't see the end of Sami Zayn in the world title picture. That's what <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why when I was on uh, Twitter, I saw someone post. They said, if you were Triple H, how would you handle the outcome of this? I was. I, he already did the first pass that I said. Roman retains. But I would never put Sami Zayn in the mid card ever again. Because Sami Zayn is too talented to be slapped right back into the mid card. That's just me, in my opinion. He needs to be. He needs to be in the main event picture going forward. And I mean, he needs to be a priority. He needs to be the top dog because this story, this shit, 
this is a once in a lifetime feeling. I literally, I don't like to brag, but I'm bragging away because that's who I am. I literally have a lot of wrestling fans who, who, who lapsed wrestling fans who watched the video because I did a what if video of this match. And they said they literally watching this match. They watched this match because of that video that I put out. So it's there. If a story is good enough where people are invested to where they want to mock this shit and actually invest in it and, and predict in a fantasy book and it makes sense and it's emotionally charged, you good. Sami Zayn, after tonight, like the, the way this man was acting and the way this man was, was feeling himself, you cannot put this man back in the in in the mid card. He should never be going after the Intercontinental title match. I mean, he can, but it's like he needs to be a priority. He needs to be the top dog. He needs to be a top dog. So that means if you split the titles and he eventually wins the title, go for it. The story is actually put is actually pushing him in the main event bracket even more, and he's great. That's what I'm saying. Sammy is no slouch. Sammy is no slouch. Kayfabe beside El Generico is no slouch. So what they do going forward is all up on it's all up on Triple H. Whatever he whatever the hell he do going forward is up to him to literally get to keep Sammy in the picture. All right, uh, before. Let's move on uh, to let me, let me before we move on. Let me know your thoughts. Like, do you guys agree with what I'm saying? Do you think uh, Sammy should remain in the picture? Do you think he should just stake it, stick, stay to the mid card? I want to know you guys thought. Let me know as you hit that subscribe button when you use that QR code right there in your top right corner. Uh, next up, we have we might as well talk about it. And that is this one right here. The women's elimination chamber match. Oscar versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Liv Morgan versus Natalia versus Nikki Cross versus. Carmella, that match slapped. They was cooking. I'm not going to lie to you. They was cooking. Oscar was obviously your, your winner because uh, Liv Morgan and Natalia kicked off the action and the women immediately began using the, the, the structure to be to, like, they literally was just using this, this shit up. That was literally their, their gimmick. They was, they was using everything about it. They gave everybody, they, they cooked, every, they let everybody eat in both Elimination Chamber matches. But this one specifically for the women, I got to give the women praise. They both was cooking in this match. Like, I like I, I was like, I was, I had my expectations. I think the reason why a lot of these matches cook is because I had my expectations low. And that's how I always try to watch my, watch my wrestling. Like, have low expectations because you're going to expect it to be, like, it's going to either be really good or really shit. And this was really good. But it came down, it, and... Shout out to Liv Morgan for being the MVP because I believe they had her pass out instead of being ta instead of tapping out. So they're basically picking her up. What's up, Golden One? I see you in the chat. What's up with you? I uh, appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, but yeah, they had Liv Morgan pass out and she was in the chat. She was doing her thing. Shout out to her. And uh, they they let because I saw a lot of people ask the question like, why is Natalia always in this match? Like, why is Natalia always in these matches? People need to like. I'm, her character aside, people need to respect Natalia. Natalia is everybody's, I guess you could say, her found their foundation. They call her the boat, but I feel like they should call her the foundation. And the reason why I say that is because every match that she's in, it always goes off without a hinge because she keeps everybody well balanced. She keeps everybody like nothing goes off. Her and Piper Niven, those are the two people who who lets everything go off without a hitch 
And uh, I'm looking at Battle of the Ballot right now. Uh, Eddie Kingston is out now. So the winner of that match, they, um, the loser of that match is can never wrestle New Japan Pro Wrestling ever again. But um, she's literally, like you said, she's the glue that holds the match together. She literally, like she was in the, like whether she's in the Royal Roman match, Elimination Chamber match, Six Pack Challenge, whenever she's in it, she's in there. So that's what I'm saying. I will, like I, character aside, like I don't know what they do with her, doing with her character. I can never really get invested in her character like that. It's been like that I, for years. Even when she was, when it was the Divas era, I could never get into Natalia's character. But one thing I can always get into and respect is her in-ring work. She knows how to show up and show out when that bell rings. And that's what I can respect about people like Natalia and people like Natalia. So shout out to Natalia for holding this match together. Shout out to Nikki Cross for being crazy. Has she ever been? Yes, yeah, she she just came back from a nose injury. So she's been injured. She's been injured. But she, uh, yeah, when she's away, you can tell when shit hits the fan because she's pretty much the glue in the in the locker room. But um. Oh yeah, Nikki Cross was was being crazy. She you, you can't be a match without her doing dives. Raquel Rodriguez, she was all right. Like I I I, I didn't hate her in this match. Like, nobody felt out of place in this match. Carmelo was being. They gave everybody something to eat with. Like everybody had a a, a, a fork in the meal today because they was able to cook. Like shout out to them. Shout out to everything and everyone going on and. Last but certainly not least, I got to give a shout out to Oscar and Dark Oscar, Connor, whatever you want to call her. She is a whole lot of beast. I was about to say something else, but I had to keep PG a little bit. But she's a whole lot of beast. Mela was doing her thing, which surprised me. Yeah, like I'm saying, everybody they gave everybody something to do. This was literally a, like like I, I believe Deontay DDJ. Shout out to him. He literally said this was like a takeover. Like certain matches, you can tell it felt like a takeover back in the black and gold era so so when you give the wrestlers a chance to shine magic can happen yes that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm saying if you give them a chance to shine they will show up and show out and every person in this match no one stood out no one dragged it nothing dragged long in this match i appreciate it i respect the hell of it Whew, that's all it is and obviously oscar Oscar, Oscar, Oscar is your winner. And she is going to face the one and only EST of the WWE, Bianca Belair, for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. And all I will say is we are about to eat. We eating. Ladies and gentlemen, we are eating at WrestleMania, we are eating because we get the match. Because we, I originally wanted Bianca and Rhea Ripley. I don't know what they're doing with that. But we got another cook, another banger in the kitchen. And that is this match for the Raw Women's Championship live Saturday or Sunday. Whichever one they're going to give it to is going to be for the Raw Women's Championship. The EST Bianca Belair versus the Empress of Darkness. I'm gonna call her that the Empress of Darkness, Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. I tell you one thing, I got like four memes out of that main event. I, I I feel I feel that. And one of the memes, I'm glad you mentioned memes because I'm 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 pulling up pictures as we speak as they release for the video format. But it's like we got to talk about that that opening shot. Like shout out to Public Enemies podcast 
for uh, capturing this shot right here that I'm about to pull up right now. Shout out to them for capturing this shot or screenshotting this shot, and that's this one right here. Roman Reigns. If he Roman wins, we riot. This is where I call Cap. Because it says if Roman wins, we riot. Y'all literally were stunned. Y'all did not riot. Y'all did not riot. I call Cap. I call Cap. Mm-mm. Y'all did not. Y'all did not riot. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. No bullshit, bro. Cap. Talking about, oh, we're going if Roman wins, we're gonna ride. Sit your ass down. You ain't riding nothing. Boy, y'all was more stunned than anything. Y'all was so stunned, y'all didn't know what to do. Y'all was so flabbergasted. Oh, if Roman wins, we riot. You ain't riding shit. <laughs> Only thing you're gonna ride is you're gonna eat yourself to sleep. You're gonna eat the you're gonna eat all your mama's ice cream and you're gonna go take yourself to sleep with Roman wins. We riot. Y'all, this ain't one night stand. Y'all ain't finna riot because y'all was stunned. Y'all was quiet. Y'all was quiet. No. Y'all, mm-mm. Nah, I ain't nah. Next time I see someone say, well, we win if someone wins, we we riot. No. No. That's not about to happen. And also, shout out to uh, Roman for pulling uh, a this because Mans was literally blowing a kiss at another grown man. That's fighting. That's fighting. You fighting, bro. Between this and the and the elimination chamber, we fighting. I'm in my groove now. This is supposed to be a two man show, but I'm in my groove right now. Yo, we fighting, son. You got that one too. All right, that's what I'm saying, man. But yeah, shout out to yeah, shout out to that women's elimination chamber match they cooked. And then I guess we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about this match. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley 3, the rubber match. You want my unfiltered thoughts? Go to hell. 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 What was this? What was this match? You want me to know what happened? Because for those of you who don't know, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley ends ended in a no in a disqualification. Bobby Lashley defeated Brock Lesnar via disqualification. And you want to know my my initial thought? Wait a damn minute! <laughs> what? what the hell was that? <laughs> What in the entire hell was that finish? What was that? <sighs> See, my expectations wasn't even that high. My expectations, my expectations was low, but damn, it went lower. 
like, I get it. They wanted to keep Bobby strong because Brock couldn't get out of the hurt lock, so he kicked him in the dick. But the match didn't even get in second gear. And I knew Bobby was winning, and I knew Brock wasn't going to take a pin, but at least get into second gear or something. It, it was literally, it literally started off briefly, then they did, went into a finisher spam, and then Brock hit the low blow and then attacked the referee, and then F5, Bobby threw the announce table, and then F5, the referee threw on the table and walked away. That was it. See, keep in mind, on SmackDown, Bray Wyatt was like the winner of Bobby and Brock run, but then it's like, run from what? This match is this this feud ain't even finished. If this was if this is how you're gonna end this feud, suck my dick. <laughs> With all due disrespect, like we're not we're not dealing with this. And then Bray didn't even come out. Like I see you DM. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save all these memes. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna I'm gonna use I'm definitely gonna use that uh the one where he's smiling. So but yeah, that entire and then you said like you said, I was confused as hell Braid when Braid didn't come out. That's what I'm saying. Braid didn't even bother to show up. What was the point? What was the point? I'm not even mad. It's, it's more so like that's it. Wow. Hey, I guess so. Whatever, man. Bobby won by the disqualification. Will they finish it? At, will they do run it back at WrestleMania? Probably. Will I care as much? Probably not. Um, next up, we get the mixed tag team match: Edge and Beth Phoenix, the hometown hero or home country hero, being in Edge versus the Judgment Day's Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor. We got a fuck you Dominic chant from the crowd. So they was red hot from this one from the start. Dominic was was getting mega heat. So anybody who was a heel was getting heat. They slapped. I enjoyed the match in the beginning and in the in the end. It was a little awkward part where I, I, I it felt like some people forgot their spots or whatever the case may be. But I didn't hate this match. I didn't hate this match, not not one bit. I did not hate this match at all. And I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, and I actually set, put on Twitter, I said, Beth Phoenix can literally, I feel, at least in my opinion, she can have another run in the women's, in, in modern WWE. Same thing with Michelle McCool. I don't think I said it on the Royal Rumble post show, but I feel like she can have another run after this. Like, and man, that was like the match was. I didn't really care too much for the match because I'm over Edge and Edge versus Judgment Day. So hopefully that's the end of this. Some people saying they might run it back at WrestleMania inside Hell in a Cell. Fuck. I mean, if they do, they do. I don't know how they're gonna do it because I don't believe there's a stadium or they'll they'll find a way. But if if it doesn't end at WrestleMania. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. But uh, the match was solid for what it was, and you, you should check it out if you want to. 
And then let's talk about the co-main event of the evening, the men's elimination chamber match. This match was absolutely nuts. And I'm about to say, I might as well just tell you guys right here, right now, this match right here, outside of the main event, was my, was my, was my match of the night. That was my match of the night, the men's elimination chamber match. Austin Theory defending the United States Championship against Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Montez Ford, Seth freaking Rollins, and Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. That was my match of the night outside of the main event. And man, it was insane, bruv. It was insane. They gave Montez some stuff. They gave Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano was in full takeover mode. They gave Seth freaking Rollins some stuff. They gave all these cats some heat. They gave Damian Priest. He was the big man. And Bronson Reed was the big man as well. And the crowd was reacting to every single thing you had. It was like my, my highlight of the, of the night was Montez diving off of the roof of the chamber that man was cooking and i and i admit myself and sweller picked johnny gargano to win i wouldn't have been mad at johnny gargano winning and i wouldn't be and my second audible was montez Ford. but man they let montez cook i appreciate that and this is i said it on twitter and i'm saying it again because I've, I've saw some tweets you can praise montez ford without shitting on angelo dawkins they are both great at what they do. They are both are going to kill it in a singles division if they decide to break up the team. But you ain't got to shit on one to get one over. Like, calling Monte D'Angelo Dawkins Marty Jannetty is a fucking insult. Because Marty, Marty Jannetty is a piece of shit. We are never comparing Montez Ford to... We are we're never comparing Montez. I mean, Angelo Dawkins to Marty Jannetty. You said, uh, did you hear that Edge accepted Austin Theory's open challenge? Oh, he had an open challenge. Was that a press conference? If that was at the press conference. I'm not really watching the. I don't. I don't watch the press conferences and stuff. But um, yeah, that was all I got to say about that. Like, don't compare. Oh, oh, that's that's cool. At least he's moving on from the Judgment Day. I'm cool with that. So. All right, but I can see the judgment they probably screwing him out of the match. But um, yeah, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. That, but other than that, the, the entire match, like Bronson Reed, they protect the hell out of Bronson Reed. He took everybody's finishers. He took everybody's uh, what you like. Montez Ford got stomped, and then when Tez got the, the eliminated, you had your boy Logan Paul hit a buckshot lariat on Seth freaking Rollins to cost him the United States Championship. So that is pretty much set in stone. That's going to be the match at WrestleMania. It's going to be Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. And I saw, I believe it was Sean Ross App who said it'll be, he, he, he predicts that it's Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. I wouldn't be against it. Mania looking, looking good on paper. I would have gone to WrestleMania this year, but I don't have LA money. I have Detroit money, but I don't have LA money. I'm not broke. But I ain't rich either. So, for those of you, for my people who going to, uh, who who's going to WrestleMania, 
Hopefully y'all are, hopefully y'all have a good time. Wally Mania, I heard that's gonna be a banger as well. Um, but uh, I believe that's all we got for the matches. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Like I said, this will be a short post show review. Uh, we might do this more often. It might just be me going forward. It might be me and Swallow, depending on if she's available or not. Let's keep the ball rolling. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this post show review. A lot of stuff went down. This this show was not a bad show. I enjoyed it. The only dud was the Brock and Bobby. That kind of sucked the life out of me a little bit because I was more so confused than anything. Um, but other than that, this show was fun. It was fun to talk about. It was fun to chat with people on social media. Speaking of social media, make sure you follow us at Gresham Unleashed, Josh Gresham ORG. That's mine. Swallow the Bandit 3. And make sure you, uh, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. At Twitch is at AOS Gresh. I'm going to be back on Twitch. But this Gresh Unleashed um, podcast page on Twitch as well is going to stay, stay the same as well. That's my personal stuff. Make sure you guys check out Swallow. Uh, you said now it's time for Cody to beat Roman. Hey, if they, if Cody does, if, like I said earlier, I said if they don't go the route, I feel like if they, if Cody can afford to lose at WrestleMania, have Jay take the titles off Roman. I know people are tired of Roman as champion, but I feel like the final snail in his story should be Jay taking the titles off or Jay beating him altogether. So we'll see. That's the beauty behind it. You don't know what they're going with. You don't know where they're going. After tonight, Jay might be that guy. Like I said, Jay might be that guy, but make sure you guys follow us on social media at Gresh Unleashed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you leave a rating if you haven't done so already. It helps the podcast out immensely. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets. And remember to always deep sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy.